All right, everybody, welcome back to T's and TD's. I'm David Kaplan. Appreciate you downloading and listening and tuning in. We're doing something a little bit different this week. You might have noticed if you downloaded super quickly, this is a little bit shorter. Considering everything going on with football this weekend, I figured I would just kind of give some golf stuff out a little bit earlier this week and by itself, especially considering the tournament starts on Thursday and we're planning on posting this on Wednesday. So figured a separate thing on just golf would probably be worthy since the three of you who have listened to this have indicated that they might want some golf bets a little bit early. So that's what we'll do. Quick recap on the Century Tournament of Champions. Just awesome to see Cam Smith do what he did, especially against that field, especially given that John Rahm was chasing him, essentially goes wire to wire. He's just, we were talking about the profile last week of somebody who off the tee didn't necessarily matter, but irons and putting were incredibly strong. And that's definitely something that Cam Smith certainly highlighted and showcased was his short game and, and hitting some clutch putts at the end. So credit to Cam Smith. I have to apologize to the listeners of the T's and TD's podcast. I did not give out Cam Smith on the podcast itself. However, I did place a first round leader bet and a winning bet on Cam Smith. So that's my bad. I'm going to be a little bit more transparent and open with the bets on the show and what I sort of place in my personal life. So let's shift gears to the Sony Open. This is a completely different golf course than we're going to see this week than we saw last week. I was listening to the Golf Betting System podcast. Basically, 300 yards off the tee last week was about 65 yards wide. 300 yards off the tee this week is about half that, closer to 35. So certainly places a little bit more of a premium on driving accuracy. However, in terms of driving distance, not as important this week. It's about a 7,000-yard par 70 course. So it's a little bit shorter. And given some of the names that we've seen win in the last couple of years, that's definitely certainly a factor to keep in mind in terms of it doesn't need to necessarily be the longest hitters. Last year, Kevin Na won. The year before that, we saw Cam Smith won. So Cam Smith, we obviously know, really likes Hawaii. And in the years before that, we've seen Patton Kazire win. We've seen Justin Thomas, who's a great iron player, win. We have seen Matt Kuchar win. So these are guys that aren't necessarily incredibly long all the time, but are incredibly good iron players and get hot with the putter. That's certainly something that we are going to keep in mind, especially as we sort of think about this course as relating to some of the Carolina courses. And I'll bring that up here in just a second some stuff that I looked into there. So with that said, I want to be very transparent off the top here. Cam Smith could absolutely win again. At eight to one though, not something I'm going to be placing any sort of money on. Those odds are just so short. Credit to him for getting those types of odds. This course appears to fit him as well. He's a little bit more erratic off the tee statistically, which is something he was able to kind of get away with last week, but might not be able to this week, but he's hitting his irons and putting so well that who knows, he could absolutely repeat. He's won at this course before. He did it in 2020, could absolutely do it again. In terms of the wagers that I'm making, I want to kind of give out the names, give out the odds, and also just kind of talk a little bit about how I'm thinking about them. Carolina. Uh, causation, Carolina statistically, Webb Simpson is certainly somebody to keep in mind. He typically performs very well near his home state of Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, he 
performs extremely well at Harbortown. He's done very well at Quail Hollow. This is sort of a similar type of course, not necessarily long, smaller greens, requires good iron play and good putting. Webb's 15 to 1. He had some faltering that he did in the middle of last season, but got kind of hot at the end. So he's a name I really like at 15 to 1. His better birdie or better percentage. This course is also going to have some lower scores. So he knows how to pour in birdies. He's ninth in birdie or better percentage. Webb's at 15 to 1. Abraham Answer, 32 to 1. 19th in birdie or better percentage, was 18th at Hilton Head last year in Harbor Town. What I really think it's important to keep in mind about Answer is that last week he did not play very well. Uh, he just didn't hit the ball incredibly well, didn't seem to putt well, but it's tough to look at strokes gain data from last week given how low all the scores were. So I'm, I'm kind of willing to sort of throw out his performance last week and recognize that he's an incredibly precise iron player, a very, very good putter, and he's a name at 32 to 1 that I really, really like in this tournament. Taylor Gooch, 34 to 1, incredible iron player. His strokes gained data really does indicate that he's very, very good with his irons and pretty hot right now. He performed pretty well last week at Kapalua, especially with the iron. So he's a guy that I really like as well. Seamus Power, another guy, strokes gained tee to green. He gets off the tee and he gets to the green very, very well compared to the people that he plays against. And he's also a guy that can get incredibly hot with a putter. At 46 to 1, he's a guy that I really like as well. A couple guys in between Gooch and Power that I also want to bring up. Kevin Kisner played pretty well last week always putts incredibly well, is always incredibly precise. At 34 to 1, he's certainly a name worth sprinkling at least a little bit on. And then look, Matt Jones, the guy who finished third last week, was incredible in all facets of the game. 32 under par will win you most tournaments. So if he's hot, he's a fellow Aussie. Cam Smith wins last week. Could he maintain his heat and put up a good performance as well? As it relates to Seamus Power, Kevin Kisner, and Matt Jones, all of them pretty close to even odds to top 30. So those are names that I really like to potentially win. And if you're getting plus odds on them to top 30, then I like them as well. Powers plus 115, Kisner's minus 105, Matt Jones plus 10 to 130 after the performance that he put up last week. So certainly somebody that I really like as well. Couple of longer shot guys that I might be putting just a very, very small dabble on, maybe a dollar on two guys. Guys that are 160 to one. Hank Lebiota is one, and Hayden Buckley is the other one. Where do those names come from? This course typically demands very good strokes gained approach play and putting. These two guys in their last 32 rounds, according to some data that is on rickrungood.com, a website run by golf analytics guru Rick Gaiman, whose stuff is incredible. These two guys in the last 32 round have both gained on strokes approached and gained on strokes putting in the last 32 rounds. So those are guys that are above the rest in terms of those other two categories and guys that could absolutely possibly win this thing. They don't have a lot of potential to win. So that's, there's a reason they're 160 to one, but when you look at top 30 and top 40, they definitely have good plus odds. And I typically like uh, guys that I like that have plus odds like that to finish in the top 30 or top 40. Hank Lebiota is plus 320 on FanDuel right now to top 30. Hayden Buckley is plus 400 to top 30 as well. Buckley, I should also note, 66th in birdie or better percentage. So if that's not a name you've heard before, uh, and to be honest, I don't have a ton of familiarity with him either, but the data shows that a guy who's 66th in birdie or better percentage and hitting his irons and putting as well as he is right now could absolutely make the cut and have a decent weekend 
out at the Sony Open. So again, just to wrap it up, Webb Simpson, Abe Answer, Taylor Gooch, Seamus Power, Kevin Kisner, Matt Jones. Not saying to bet all of them to win outright, but certainly guys that I like and might be placing small, small, small wagers on. If if I put five bucks on Webb at 15 to one to possibly win 75, I would probably just put a buck or two on Seamus Power at 46 to one to potentially win maybe more if I'm feeling frisky. And then a couple of the plus odds guys to top 30 that I like. Seamus Power, Kevin Kisner, Matt Jones, definitely Hank Lebiota and Hayden Buckley. Everybody have a good time watching golf this weekend. Certainly the golf and the football is, is this is an exciting time of year. I touched on that last week. We will have Aaron Martin and Jim Madalinski on tomorrow and post that episode tomorrow to talk all things football and super duper mega wildcard weekend. We'll uh, kind of go through the games and, and talk about what we like. And uh, that's about it. So thanks so much for listening to this. And we'll look forward to hearing Aaron and Jim's thoughts and having you tune in for the football show, which should be up in about 24 hours from now. Thanks so much and enjoy the golf.